Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spirit and Steinberg Podcast. Right here with Spears. How y'all feel out there? Ben Butler here. Good evening. Bartholomew Carrington III. $10 a lot of money. Yeah. What time is it? Game time. Junebug Space. Red foot stick with slave name. Can you feel it, baby? And that's how I get We're at the movies. We're at the movies. You got it. This is Movie Phone for Indiana Jones Press 6. What happened to that shit? Dude, I don't know, but out of all your impressions, that is absolutely your worst one ever. Yeah, I don't know that motherfucker's voice. I just know he exists. It's uh, how how did it go? It's uh, call. Oh, it was five 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 movie phone. So it was called five five five. I can't do it either. But that was bad. and you judging? Yeah, but I'm not judging. I'm just telling you, you have great impressions. That isn't one of them. I wasn't even trying to impersonate the motherfucker. All right. Um, God, that that just shows really how old we are. Yeah. That that used to be a thing. That you would actually pull out a phone and dial seven to ten digits to find out where the movie. When now you just go on your phone and you say some shit like, "Where's this fucking movie at?" I don't even call it a phone. You go on your computer. Yeah, you go on your, 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 your po- in your pocket. Your pocket computer. Yeah. Um. Of course, folks. This is the part two of the Christmas Five movies. But since we're in the vein of movies, uh, let's get a couple other things out of the way real quick. Yo, I can't wait till we get together with Neri. Was it two weeks? Two weeks, right? I think so. You got to remember Neri, uh, the one who likes to call me a fanboy. Fuck you, Neri, uh, who's who's got uh, actual fucking cartoon characters and fucking superheroes tattooed on his calves. Like, I'm a fucking fanboy slash... uh, Fag, but this nigga got Mickey, Mighty Mouse tattooed on his calf. Fuck out of here. He's he's living that life. Um, well, you know he likes to discuss all things comics and superhero type shit. And man, oh man, oh man, oh man, if y'all haven't seen it, motherfucking Spider Man 
No Way Home is fire. That shit is dope. So funny. I called my son and I said, Max, you need to go see. He he goes to a lot of the Suns games. He'll buy tickets to the Suns game. He's having an easier time getting Suns game tickets than he's having getting tickets to go see. Oh, man. What they say, uh, one of the biggest openings, 584 million. Um, and, you know, some people, now let's slow down a bit. There are a couple of people like, there's a couple of reviews. Uh, it's it's better than Endgame or Infinity War. No, 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 no. But it's damn close. And what makes it that, and I don't want to give it any spoilers away, so I'm going to just say this on your left, Cap. Man, when that Endgame type moment happens, yes. It, man, man, man. <laughs> hey, man. Dude, it's fucking great. Hey, man. And you know what? Fuck it. Um, if you don't want to hear this, y'all, get the fuck off the headphones. Because uh, by now, by the time this airs, the movie will have been out, what, a week? Yeah. Yeah, so come on, man. Yo. <laughs> You're ruining it. You're ruining it for people. Fuck it. Nostalgia, nigga. If you grew up, as I did, my first Spider-Man in the live action, Tobey Maguire, then Andrew Garfield, and now Tom Holland. Um, the fact that all three of these motherfuckers are in it during the climactic fight. Dude, there's one shot. And it's all, you know, and as I was perusing through my phone, it's all over the fucking YouTube now. Yeah. It's all over fucking social media. They even got ones where they show it and they say, spoiler alert, and then if you swipe left, they show the fucking scene. Um, when all three of these motherfuckers spring into action and jump in the air and they got all three of them webbing at the same time, swinging through the air in all of this stylized, fucking synchronized, choreographed shit. And then they all swing past the moon in slow motion. And when they all land, they got their own superhero pose. Man, badass, nigga. Did you see it in 3D or regular? Regular. I don't do that 3D shit. Come on, that's for kitties. Yeah, I just asking. I don't need spider nuts coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and dude, I, I cried twice, man. This is what this is the thing that I can't understand. That you did say that you cried twice. Why? Why? Dude, the death of Aunt May. See, I can't believe you're saying that, though. You're killing people right now. Motherfucker, look, people didn't know what this is, man. We don't just put a fucking switchblade in the fucking Kia Coke and taste it. We slice the bag open and go to town, nigga. It's a party. And when Spider-Man says goodbye to Ned and MJ because the spell that Doctor Strange puts on to make people forget about him, They'll forget about his existence. So they won't recognize him as Spider-Man or Peter Parker, that, for that matter, Ned and MJ. He has to start over. That goodbye scene with MJ and Tom Holland tearing up and kissing. Yeah, man. Yeah. I had him strolling down the cheeks, nigga. Do you think it? you think it, you just feel that way because you keep saying MJ? And so to you, that's Michael <laughs> Jordan. And you just like when you have to say bye to Michael Jordan, is is this what's bye 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 MJ? Look, I don't have to do this. <laughs> I'm only doing this because you fucked me dog a step. 
Go back. Break. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, so yeah, y'all, I'm telling you, Spider-Man, man. And you know what was wild? Uh, the same way when you looked on YouTube and you saw the footage of crowded theaters and, you know, uh, Falcon says to uh, Captain America, yo, Cap, on your left, and the audience erupts when Ned opens the portal and Andrew Garfield comes in, the crowd goes nuts. But when he opens the portal and Tobey Maguire comes in, the audience lost its shit. But we're going to save the rest for Nario. Yeah, let's save it for Nario. No, I got a question, though. I'll ask you. Yeah. And it's only because of uh, uh, of uh, Toby Maguire that I asked this question. Uh, do you think that uh, they're missing by not having Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio in a Marvel movie? I wouldn't want him in a Marvel movie. Um, that's what I'm he asking. He looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. So you can't see him as anything other than... Hell no! You can't see him as a bad guy? No! It's Leonardo... His face is so specific. It's Leo! But he plays nah, everything. son! He plays nice guys. He plays uh, slavers. He plays yeah, bear but hunters. He's not, he, he's not superhero material. He would be like Nicolas Cage as Superman. It's ridiculous. Okay. Again, Nicolas Cage got Scotty Pippen face, nigga. Where it looked like everything is pointing down. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be mean to Nicolas Cage. I actually Have thought- you seen it? Have you seen the footage of him in the suit? Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. And he had the fucking Con Air hair. Right. I actually like Nicolas Cage, though, in uh, Ghost Rider. I didn't like the movie. I liked his attempt at it. Okay. I could see that. But, but, but. Spider-Man is such an iconic I'm not, and Leo's I'm not saying as Spider-Man, do you think Marvel should have had him in a movie by now? Nah, yo. Nah. I, say- and, 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 and I think he's too he's fine. He's he's fine China, nigga. I'm gonna save the question for Neri because I want to see if he thinks of anybody that he he thinks that he should be playing. Nicholas Cage? Where's Lost Line? Huh? <laughs> I wish I could do Nick Cage, do, man, but I'm telling Nicolas you. Do that Nicolas Cage, but do like the old Batman, go, the old uh, Superman going up, up, and away. Up, up, and away. <laughs> like, I don't do Nick Cage, but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, I got it, though. I can get it from that. That's better yeah. than your uh, than your uh, movie phone movie guy. Movie phone guy? Yeah. Movie phone. Press five. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, now let's move on to other business. I, I said I wasn't going to watch it, but I, 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 the, the, it was like a fucking crackhead who's, you know, trying to rehab and I had a relapse. It was itching me and I had to see it. So I went ahead and watched, they don't even call it sex in the city. They call it, uh, and just like that. Yeah. So when I told you, when I told you this, what you're going to talk about, did it feel like I just walked up to you with one of those little shanks and just gave you like. 10 of them right in the fucking, in, in the stomach. When you told me what, what it was? Yeah. Because when I told you that to you, your face. Yeah, because I was so not expecting it. But I watched it. Um, I won't watch anymore. I, I watched the first two because there's only two, but I think there's a third one now. I watched the third one already. Yeah, I watched I watched the only two that was available, and I'm I'm done. See, I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking with this. I like this better than Sex and the City. You know why? 
Why? It's dark. It's it 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 has it's about it's about the horrible part of a relationship, <laughs> life, the end of life. They should call this and just like that, them old bitches passed. <laughs> Nigga, they look old. Okay, that opening scene, and listen, I'm not here to make I, I'm going to say two things, and you got to hear the whole thing so that you understand what I'm going to say. All right. When I saw the opening scene in Sarah Jessica Parker and the way they shot it and the how bright it was and, you know, the colors and everything. Dude, I mean, I never thought Sarah Jessica Parker was, you know. Gorgeous. Yeah, but she, I never thought she was ugly. She has a, she has a unique look. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that was the look that I was looking for. Uh, right. But man, and then and, and then to see, and then this is where I'm going to go to this next part and why you have to listen. One of the things, though, that really bothers me that I'm thinking is bothering me, because uh, who's your girl that you like the best uh, that's in it? Well, the three oh, out of the ones that were in it. Out you, of the three. Oh, Kristen Davis. Yeah, Charlotte. Yes, yeah, Charlotte. Dude, listen, we got to stop with all this plastic surgery. You look, has she, does she, has she? she has this puffy look, this where like where you can see that they put stuff in trying to keep everybody full faced. And dude, you know what? There, there's something. I, I, I look went back and looked at some older people, older Hollywood people as they aged, and and it, right. it, it you do see, especially in older Hollywood, especially white, they just you know they disintegrate a little bit, a, a lot of bit. Right. But there's something honest about that. This putting all this shit in you and trying to look, you don't look young. You look fake. Let me tell you, all them bitches got uh, alligator neck stomach, alligator stomach <laughs> necks. Uh, and Cynthia Nixon looks the worst. Well, she really has the neck. But no, but even in the close-ups, you could see it in the eyes and the, it just, oh my God. Well, she's probably the oldest one, but I, I, I'm, I'm, changing my life to start looking at, at this differently because I it's just too much man all these fillers that people are putting in and shooting in their head their face doesn't move the shininess of it and you know who you really and it okay you know I, I don't know if you're going to go here with me on this but I'm going to bring it up anyway the gay dudes right they look, Mario Cantone yeah, and the other one Mario that plays Can Stanford Blatch yeah who passed away yeah uh, Recently, uh, you know, man, I, I would not. I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you what I'm looking forward to getting older and doing it gracefully. But with my fucking age, I don't want to look like I've had shit done. I don't want to have shit done. Well, nigga, you you look 86 now. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm happy with looking 96 next year. <laughs> um, I, I just I want. I want to be I, I want to get old. I want to get, you want old. to get old respectfully and be comfortable with it. This is making me feel, I, I feel bad that people feel that they have to do this to themselves. But don't you think that's more of a woman thing than a man thing? It men is, ain't really running around getting plastic surgery. A lot of we men, accept oldness. A lot of men are getting good Botox though to hide some of those wrinkles, especially oh, like on the dude, forehead. You know, no, no, because it looks better on camera. But when you see these people's faces up, up close, man, it, it is not nice. I mean, I've run into a few people that are famous people on the streets here out in New York. They they look like it doesn't look like a real person when you see them live and in the street because of the because of the surgery. Yeah, right. So uh, 
Not well, that, yeah, listen, my, I mean, my opinion you know, doesn't matter. My opinion doesn't matter. I just want to uh, get But listen, old. listen, listen. To Again, to take from Patrice a little bit. He said, white people, y'all age like fruit. Like, y'all just get bad. Like, Angela Bassett, I think it's in our 70s. That bitch looks pristine, nigga. Yeah, yeah no, he, I, I haven't. It, it should have changed. What he should have said was, white people age like bananas. Fruit. Yeah, but some fruit can hold up a little bit. Some white people hold up a little bit, but a lot of white people age like fucking bananas. There's like a banana. You look at it one day, it's too yellow, and the next day, it's fucking done. It's His skin look like uh, white folks. Y'all skin look like the underneath of a dress shoe. You could say y'all, but I I don't care what you say about me. I still I'm I'm balding, but the rest of me still looks normal. Right. My neck ain't fucked up. My, around my eyes, you can see my age, but that's that's normal. Now, now let's get to the let's get to the real question though. Okay. Was it just coincidental timing, or do because this is the conspiracy? Oh. So they they killed Chris Nothoff because of these allegations. Well, you know, a lot of people that are going to listen to this will say, "Well, no, they didn't because it didn't come out till after it was already filmed." But as we know, as you're in this industry, you know that people know in advance when these things are going to come out. Right. We know that there's articles sitting on desks ready right. to be released. So I don't know. I don't know, but. Again, listen. I, it's going to get me. In, I, I, I want to believe. You always women. assume shit's going to get you in trouble, and it, it never does. I always want to believe women because that's that's the way that it's said. And, and you know, why would you put yourself out there like that if you do? But and I guess my problem might even be definition of what a predator is because when you have a what is it fourteen years in between these allegations, right? Predators are usually like. It, 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 they can't stop themselves. This would they're be... They're consistent. Yeah, there would be... There, there's a pattern. Now, so I'm not... And, and, and listen, I'm not denying anything that happened to the women that say that it happened to the women. But is there a difference between being a predator and and are you... Could there be and, and a mis... I don't want to say miscommunicate. Could, could one person assume that the other person is into them and the other person isn't and this is what happens or... They are, but they're they're not into them, or they drank. I'm not. Well, you know, Andy, let me tell you <laughs> that sometimes when you tell a woman that I'm into you, and she says that she's not into you, but you're into her, all you got to do is put something in the drink, and then you'll be into her without her knowing that you're into her. But then when you're done, you'll be out of her, and that's when she'll find out that you're not really into her but she's not into you <laughs> but she but you were in her but you were in her that's what I'm saying you know <laughs> with Rudy and the Theo I used to tell the kids all the time so if you want to be into somebody you got to ask them can I be into you and if they say no then you put yourself together a cocktail with the emphasis on the cock uh I and I and I think I've told you this before I told you when what, what's weird about Cosby is that a lot of people admitted to having sexual relationships with him prior and then they would go out and with him and they said that they don't remember what happened. They got a drink from him and that, you know, they're accusing him of putting things in their drink. But right. if you already had a relationship with this person and you want someone 
to be completely incapacitated and immobile. Isn't that more like a like fucking a dead person? Isn't that like necrophilia? Is that what that is? Yeah, that's like what, <clears throat> I that's thought. What, I thought necrophilia is when you just with your hand stroke a woman's neck. That's we've necrophilia. I <laughs> get it, but don't boom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, but that's what Dracula's based on is, is sleeping with dead people. So what I thought that they should have done a long time ago is when they were accusing Cosby, they should have went to Temple University and went to right. the science cadaver department and see if they could find any, uh, evidence Cosby DNA. Oh, wow. You know, uh, let, let me just say, um, Imagine, now that you bring this up, because there's sort of a link between Chris Noth and Bill Cosby in a certain sense. Um, so imagine if Chris Noth had to go to, uh, where would you have a, would you say cadaver? Cadaver, yeah, yeah. A dead body, right? Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're all in the biology departments. That they okay, have. So what if Chris Noth had to go investigate the biology department <laughs> To go find out if some of these bodies who've been doing this. So this would be a very special episode of Detective, Detective, Detective Noth. Yes, we have one of the bodies here. Uh, we have no idea who did this. Let me let me check it out. Uh, he takes out his magnifying glass and he's looking at the at the body and he see, he sees. Hmm, I'm sensing several ingredients here. There's water, gelatin, antipic acid, sodium citrate, uh, traces of citric acid, artificial flavor sweetening, red dye number 40, salt blue, contains phenylalanine. With all those ingredients, what are you thinking, detective? I don't know. Feels kind of Cosby-ish. These are the exact ingredients to Jello Cherry. Yeah, man. Um, I'm sure there's some sort of link if you if you do the math between uh, Law and Order, Cosby, Chris Noth. Yes. Y- you know what? I always I I, I I always just thought it was North. I don't know why. I always thought it was Chris North. N O T H. Yeah, I know. It, it's no. Yeah, I know. I, I I but it just confuses me. Well, well, and you know, here's my thing. I, did you actually read the article? Because I saw the article. Uh, it came up on my email. For, it was in People Magazine. And I actually read the article. One chick said it happened in 20, uh, 2004. And another one said it happened in 2014. Um, and, you know, the last one in 2014 said that she got a text from him saying, hey, please don't tell anybody about this because uh, I'm married. Uh, you did have a good time, right? So, mm, you know, God, you know, you, you don't ever want people who you like to be guilty. But some are, I always... Yeah, some are guilty. But yeah, like I say, man, um, celebrity comes with an aura and, and people want to believe that People forget that before the aura, they're regular motherfuckers too. And regular motherfuckers can be sick. Well, can be criminals. Remember, who's the, who, uh, I forgot what comedian says, uh, that uh, 
actors, I forgot what the joke was, but basically it's actors want to be anybody else but themselves. Oh, comics want to be themselves on stage. Actors want to be anybody but themselves. So, well, that's the job. Yeah. So, but when you have that kind of job, there's something in your personality that wants you to be somebody else because there's things that you're trying to get past in your life. So actors, I'm not saying comics are more normal. I'm just saying people that want to pretend to be someone else, there could be some background issues in those people. Yeah. And I'm not saying they all are. I'm just saying, you know, it shouldn't be that outlandish to think that someone who is trying to be anybody else but themselves might be leaving some other things behind. So it shouldn't be as weird, but we, we put them, we put actors on a pedestal. We put fame on a pedestal. Fame and Absolutely. Money. So Absolutely. That's the problem with it. It's the fame more so than anything else. We don't want our famous people to be fucked up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Um, Want to get festive? Want to do these movies? Yeah. Yeah, let's do them. Um, you got the list? I forgot the... Yeah, I, I, I got I, it. Okay, go ahead. You, you want to read um, off the list that we're doing today? This is, this is the other five of the ten. Christmas movies. We're doing The Ref. We're doing Crumpus. We're doing... Uh, Jingle, jingle all the way. Uh, we're doing um, the night. Was it night before? Night before. The night before, and there's one more. Uh, oh, uh, Fred Claus. Fred Claus. Yeah, that's right. I hadn't seen that one. Which one? Oh, you hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen Fred Claus. I hadn't seen most of the ones. I, I hadn't. I hadn't seen the ref. I haven't seen Fred. But Claus. you saw him though. I've seen them all. Now oh, okay. I have. Now I have. Which yeah. one you want to start with? Uh, I'd like to. Which one? Did, I either want to end or start with Krumpus, because that one is... Uh, oh, let's do Krumpus last. Okay. Uh, and so then let's do uh, The Ref, because that's the other... Oh, right. Actually, that's what I actually had first. Yeah, did you? Um, dude, I miss Kevin Spacey, man. He's so goddamn good. And this is what we just alluded to. When someone is good and they move you, it, whether it's an, an emotion of sadness, laughter anger when someone is good at what they do and you invest in them like i like this motherfucker that's why it hurts so bad when you find out what you find out but kevin spacey is so goddamn good he really is a great actor man that scene where um there they open up and him and his wife were at the therapist and she tell and she says the thing that she has this dream where his head is in a uh, like a, a platter, a platter, with yeah. his, with his, right, with his penis in his ear, and uh, he described it as a castrated Florentine. 
Nigga, that tickled my tummy, nigga. Dude, his face, his facial expressions are always, they're not over the top. They're just subtle that you catch all of them. Like when he's talking and he, just the little head shake, the whole way he looks at the camera. And, and, and this is a testament to all things working. Because like I said, you could have great writing and terrible actors. You could have great actors and terrible writing. But when you have both, because what you just said, the words are on the paper, but you got to deliver it. Yeah. And the way he delivers it, it's fucking good, man. Uh, what was the, do you remember the name of the actress? It's the actress. The, the, the actress the in the movie? Actor, uh, yeah. I don't. Listen, I just got to tell you, I didn't enjoy the movie. Not because she wasn't good, mm-hmm. but he was that much better. To me, you didn't think she, but you didn't think she matched him. No performance for performance. Because what I said, his subtlety, his sarcasm, didn't ever feel as over the top as her arguing with him. She always felt over the top. But the, I think you needed that. It's 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 it's, it's a it's a peanut butter and jelly. You know the they scene, can't both be the same. You know the scene where they're pretending to uh, be arguing to throw the cops off at the at the end, right? Because the cops come in and they're and they're trying to throw him off because they want him to get away. Right. He argued differently with her in that scene. She argued the same way that she argued throughout the whole movie. I'm gonna have to go watch that and see if that's a that's a that's a thing that you I, that you pick up. I, I it's the first time I watched it. I just felt like that that scene is what. But made me say what I said about her and also right. made me not enjoy the movie as much. I will say this. This is something I noticed. <clears throat> and I don't think Kevin Spacey does it a lot, but I think sometimes it slips in. And on this movie, there was a moment where it definitely slipped in. We know Kevin Spacey's gay. Yeah. Sometimes in his delivery, you see the San Francisco. There was one moment, I can't remember it in the movie, where he delivered a line, but the way his neck and head moved, it was, it was you know, like a, f- a flag blowing in the wind. It was, it, there was a little to it. But he's, It was a little zesty. Yeah, but he's always had that in all of his movies. But I've never noticed that. That's because now you know. Mm. When you didn't know, it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't stand out that way. But there are moments, and I'm not going to deny it, that you do see that. There's a, it's one of the arguments that they're having and he does that thing with his head again and then his like the it's just it's it's very subtle but yeah it's very subtle but it, it's 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 in there because we know now that's the and this is why actors tried to keep when they were uh, that's why gay actors especially who played leading roles straight, straight characters yeah they they wanted to keep that out of the public's eye because they wouldn't be seen the same way and 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 it's you picking that up proves that they're right. Well, you, you know you're a great, 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 great actor when it's when it's when you when people know like it, it ain't even about speculation. They know what you are, and you still play a straight role where he's kissing his wife, and you go, "This nigga suck cock," but you know that's not important to you because you're going, "Yo, I believe him kissing his broad," but we know this nigga sucks cock. But like Rock Hudson, which is the, you know, that that's probably the end of keeping things way hidden. Would right. you, would he be that leading man? Would he still be, would he have been that guy 
if people would have known. Yeah, today, if people knew. Yes. You think, yes. He, you think he would because he was that good of an actor? Yes, dude. My, the only movie I've seen him with that my father loved growing up was Pillow Talk with him and Doris Day. Couldn't tell. Man, straight as a motherfucker. Straight ah. as a motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not saying that he, I'm not saying he what, but would people today look at him differently? Try to find Yeah, because, little- yeah, because, no, because today it's so acceptable. Yeah, well, that's true. It's overly acceptable. I don't, I don't know if that's a good pairing of words. Like I have an issue with it, but it's just in your fucking face now. You know, when they, that, that, I saw an HIV commercial the other day, two chocolate niggas kissing at the end of it. Like it's just, it's just, yeah, it's there, man. Uh, okay. So not to harp too much on the, to get back to the movie though. Did you like, okay. I, we didn't really talk about the movie, it, but I want to ask you this. Is it a Christmas movie? Yes, it is. And I'm going to tell you, it's a great look for Dennis Leary because there's a moment where, you know, obviously a dysfunctional family, turmoil, divorce, and hence the, the, the title, The Ref, where he is, you know, trying to balance his, 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 uh, his, his what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what he's supposed to be doing there. Like, like his main goal is to, you know, oh. be there long enough till yeah. his, his man, the, the clutch sets up what he got to set up and get out of there. But he's also getting caught up emotionally and mentally in what they're going through. And you, there's just a moment where you can see he cares. Yes. Where he starts to care. Well, the, the son brings him into caring. Right. But their obvious hyper dysfunctionality is what brings him into it. Because they're so right. dysfunctional. But I think it's a Christmas movie because in order for the plot to work, they need Christmas for all the things to happen that are going to happen. Like that right. doesn't happen. You don't get it, it, it. It's it couldn't happen during Easter. It needs that plot line. Yeah, you would. You would. And have when to. the family comes over, that's when you know yeah, chaos yeah. ensues. Sues. And that the mom. Uh, yeah. So I did find it to be a Christmas movie. Uh, I love <laughs> my favorite line in there is when she says, "You don't even know who you are," and she goes, "Yeah, I am. I'm uh, I'm I'm sock slippers size nine or whatever she said. I forgot what size she is, but it's the other it's the other woman, not not the main, not the lead. Right. That that shit would." There, there's some good writing in there, and and and, and uh, uh, the the comic that you just said that I'm forgetting his name already. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. He doesn't do the rant only at the very towards the very end of the movie is the only time. Right. No, does. I'm telling you. To me, this was a good look for him. Like, look, man, I, I've never really. I know he had that big hit show as a fireman. I never really watched him like that, and I heard he was really great in that too. He really but was. But for this for this movie, I mean. I believed him. Yeah. I just, I believed him. Well, yeah, because you believe that he's a dude came from the, the tougher side and he's listening to these rich people. I love when he says that about the Chagall. You got a Chagall and, you're, and you don't even want to look at it. Like, ah, uh, you're our, you're our guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love that. I love that scene because, you know, I, and it, it's a question that's, that's always been throughout the ages because if you're rich enough to own it, do you appreciate it as much as someone who could only get a glimpse at it at a, at a, at a gallery? Do you appreciate it as much when it's hanging there? It's, it's a really good question. And it's kind of comes up in that, uh, how, how he, how he addresses that. I thought he did a great job. So I when think, you own it, you, when you own it, you, your question is when you own it, do you appreciate it more can, or versus it, when you don't? 
can you appreciate it? You appreciate it probably less because it's there for you to look at any time. Someone who can't, who has to go to a, you got to wait till the museum has it up. You got to get a ticket. You got to wait. You got to come to see it. That's, that's, there's a lot more effort to go into appreciating that piece and only getting to look at it for a few minutes than someone who might just have it in their house and they can look at it anytime. They could forget it's up there. Yeah. Well then shit, white folks should have loved us a lot more after slavery. Yeah, but oh god, never never mind. <laughs> Dude, I almost Wait, something went through your head. Yeah, I almost canceled it. I almost canceled myself. <laughs> you you want it? You want it? Yeah. That's why they were hanging so many of you, so they could have you. Add a boy. Add a boy. Dude, you just graduated to your next level of belt. <laughs> You see, the, you 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 are one more joke like that away from the Kumite, nigga. That hurt me to say it. It hurt, oh, it hurt me to think it. Man. It hurt me to think it. That wouldn't uh, hurt me to even think it, let alone your Shidoshi is proud of you, nigga. Oh man, that that hurt me. It didn't even hurt. <sighs> this dick on the table moment was brought to you by matzo ball soup and uh, velvet yamakas. Um, dude, I thought it was a real cute moment because you know that they're dysfunctional, but that moment where, uh, the chick in the movie and, and, and Kevin Spacey are both tied up facing each other on the bed. I thought that was kind of a real human moment a little bit. It was. And, but that's the moment where when she goes back to arguing him with me, that's why there's a difference between you got to watch it. There's a difference between the way Kevin Spacey argued where you could tell he was kind of acting and she was having that same blown up. I don't know. You, you check it out and see it, but yes, that was a very nice moment. The kid coming in and the, the kid's like, what the, what's going on here? Cause he's never seen his parents be nice to each other. Yeah, man, it, th- there was, I actually, like the movie, it's but it's very slow. I'm surprised you like the movie because it moves at a snail's pace. I didn't, I didn't get that. Yeah, I did. It, it didn't feel that way to me. It moves slow. Let me ask you something, man, because you, you, you probably more of a family guy in this sense than I am. Do they hype that up, like overblow it out of proportion, or or or, or is hanging out with your families during the holidays? really that dysfunctional because that's in every movie especially in a comedy i think it's overblown but i listen if you have a great family then it's you're going to some you're going to your family's house for the holidays that's i'm going to my family's house for the i, I have a friend they uh they they get together and their family their, their family's spread out throughout the country so they meet uh at a resort every year and they're, they're, we're going to have our, our, we're going to get together. We get together. They get together. That's, those are the words of people that enjoy being around their family. I have to go to my parents' house or I have to go to, I have to. That's the difference. When someone has to, those are the people that argue and fight and just completely dysfunctional, don't want to be there. Right. We, we're, I'm going to go meet my parents. It, it, that, we're going to get to spend the holidays together. That's nice. I I I I don't fall into that category. I I, I but yeah. I'm I, but I'm not a people person, so it's hard for me to go. Uh, I don't mind a small group. My parents, you know, my brother, my sister. That's just fine. But when more family comes and more people, I don't. Nah, 
That's too much. When when I see like the grandmother and all that, I get that. I get the argument, the fighting. Right. But 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 do you do in your experience, do y'all like the movies? Is there fights like that? And no, never. That, that's and, over always over the top. Yeah. That's comedic. I, I, I always felt that was the case. I would love to I would love to be in a house that got that angry. That would be at least fun. I could at least have some stories afterwards. <laughs> Um, that's all I got for this one. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a ton. I was. I was. I, I saw the future uh, of. Uh, uh, why am I having such a hard time with his name? Uh, Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Yeah, I had. I saw the future of his acting. You could see he was a good. He was a decent actor, even in that. Even in that little bit. He's a. De- right. I, and I. Oh, the one part that I kept. I loved throughout the whole movie, and it's very comic movie to say, but everybody asked him. You know, did he smell funny? That that whole line throughout the whole movie after he gets sprayed with the right. with well, the cat, cat piss. Yeah. So everybody, every time he comes up to someone new, they're like, you stink. Or right. yeah, I thought that that was my favorite part of the movie. That little tag throughout the whole movie, throughout that that was enjoyable to me. That was com- mm. that was comedy to me. Um Night Before. That was my pick, right? Yeah, that's night yeah. before that Seth Rogan and uh Yeah. Yeah. What'd you that think? Stunk. You didn't like it at all. That fucking stunk. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. I laughed twice. <laughs> and I, it was all over the place. I'm going, where is this going? And even when it got there, I didn't give a fuck. That movie stunk. You didn't think Seth Rogen did a great job of playing like Seth this? Rogen was Seth Rogen playing that character. <laughs> I thought the character was funny. The movie has, uh, the movie needs, there's holes all over the movie. The end of the movie, they didn't explain it very well, where the Dude. angel gets his wings. Right. Which to me was like, whatever, man. That was almost like an afterthought. Let's put this in here. Right. Um, it's funny. Uh, again, some sometimes there are, there are online internet comedians, uh, and a, this couldn't be a truer depiction. Uh, you know how Jimmy Kimmel does those mean tweets? Yeah. I remember when Anthony Mackie uh, was on there, somebody described him as looking like an aardvark. That is so visually accurate. <laughs> you think he looks like an aardvark? Yes. Dude. Yes. The way that, dude, the, the, the almost, he has slanty eyes. But then the nose and the mouth all come together real small in the front. Nigga, yes. Go look at an aardvark. That is Falcon, nigga. Uh, you didn't like any of the, you didn't like the, the scene where he's, the, you know, they didn't develop any of the characters. That's another problem. You know what I mean? They're all like little pieces of character. They're not developed. What I, the, the two moments that made me laugh and one more than the other. Uh, the one moment was when the blood came out his nose and fell in the drink. Yeah, that was- I thought that was gross and funny. Uh, but the part that really made me laugh was when he was in church. Just the way he said, <laughs> and then the baby, and then the baby said, "Fuck you, dude." I that I I laughed, dude. dude that the, made me laugh. The baby, the the paranoia that someone goes through on drugs, and then sitting in like that to me. Yeah, it was. There's funny parts of that movie. The overall movie, there, there was like three movies in that movie, and they didn't develop any three of them. It and was, I wanted that. And I wanted the bitch that stole his weed to get hit by a bus. Something. She she angered me. 
something, anything. I did like when he goes, when she said, yeah, I saw you. I looked you up. You know, I took it. But for you, the, the funniest part to me with you, I, I, I automatically, when I watched it again, and I watched it again so for this, right. and I thought to myself, oh, Aries is like, he won, though, because he, he got to fuck you. Like to me, that wasn't right. like you, you like <laughs> I, I heard in your head going, that doesn't make any sense because he fucked you. So right. he won. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, I, I, and I know when I told you uh, when I watched Spider Man and you and I were talking, and I said, yeah, man, people sent me emails and they named a ton of Christmas movies that made me go, oh, yeah. I wish we had Office Party on our list. Yeah, Office Party now, was really good. Now, that movie goes 100 miles an hour in terms of funny. This fucking movie, it was like it, it was on a crowded freeway where only twice the traffic flowed. Well, to be really honest with you, uh, when I was trying to think of the Christmas movies, I, would, I got Office Party and The Night Before Confused. So you meant to say office party? Well, I got their names confused. I like the one at the where everything goes wrong. Yeah, that that office was the scene in the office when they're having the party and they're not supposed to be out. That scene's way better than any part of this movie. Let me tell you something again. My man is in that Jason Bateman. Yeah, who almost never uh, misfires. And then I'm not really a big, huge T.J. Miller fan, but he was great in that. There's so many great people in that movie. Yeah, and again. From start to finish, bang, 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 bang with the comedy. And of course, I, you know, I can look at Jennifer Aniston all day. Yeah, but it's a different movie and it is better. But it's that that is just a, that's an all out 100 percent foot on the gas movie. This one, did, I, I, when I when I knew that I messed up and I watched it again, I was like, oh, this is this one. And but I like Seth Rogen in this. You know what else I liked about it? I liked uh, the. Uh, Fuck! What's the other dude who's in it that's in the movies with Seth Rogen too? All James Franco. James. That's when all that came out about James Franco being gay, or like he was, and they put him in that with that. And I think it's funny that they address shit that way. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, white people, white dudes have no problem, and this is why I know the black community is homophobic to a degree. But I also wouldn't be keen on doing some of the shit they do either. But white dudes have no problem doing gay humor. Black people, the black, like I said, the black community gives black men shit for wearing dresses. But so let alone niggas gyrating on each other and licking each other's cheeks and kissing each other. <laughs> niggas don't, niggas can't get with that. Yes. White dudes have no problem doing that shit because when they're done they still go back to being white but when if niggas did it you still go back to being black yeah that's just and that's, that's just a, a code we don't we don't we don't violate that code but it's already hard enough to be black now throw that right. on top of it yeah okay so that's Listen, that, I, I, that's part of it right but i think that's changing though too dude i think that's changing I think it's changing in the aspect that everybody's supposed to be more open-minded and 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 your lifestyle choice. Whether you, you can't name two movies off the top of your head right now where black men jokingly do gay shit. No, but I no no. But now 
black movies that are black movies like the what was the uh I shouldn't say black movies. Black did have black content in it. What well, what's the movie that you you did not like it though? The Moonlight? Moonlight. And then But that's different. That's a drama and that's dealing with but, real shit. But that wasn't even out there before that. This is though I'm saying it starts with but, t- but that'll be easier to accept because it's based in drama. Right. I get that. Comedically niggas don't play hey man, put your dick on me. But you got to get you got you get the the dramatic part comes and now it gets it it just becomes more social. Mm-hmm. I don't know the movie the move the green uh, green book that w- that was that w- it, drama but drama again but still had comic relief in it and still made the movie but work. not and not with gay shit not with gay no there was no comedy in the in that part. Let me tell you something and here's the reason why I don't think it'll happen within the black community because the comics that would have to do that. Ain't going to do that. Godfrey has a hard stance on that shit. Yeah. And, and, and the same thing he with wearing the dresses. Like I said, I recently did the, the podcast. I told you no jumper with Adam 22. Yeah. And I addressed it. And I know I addressed it on this podcast. I don't have a problem doing it because I know it's contextually comedy. Now, would I go as far as to really? Do, well, you know, look, I did that movie, uh, the promotion where I played the gay rapper homo thug. Listen, man. I get enough pussy to wear. That shit don't bother me. Niggas don't rattle me like that. And I and I and when I put the clips up on my motherfucking Instagram, oh, I had a, a lot of brothers. Nigga, you gay, nigga. You sold your soul, nigga. The Illuminati. Nigga, miss me. I'm gonna still eat these tacos and go to sleep just fine. But the the structure. In the white community, let me do it. Let me get. Let me do a little racial political part here. The structure has never been to demasculate white men. The country's yes. structure has never been set up that way. That is not true for black men. I said on Adam's podcast. I went. He asked me that question. He goes, "Why do you? Why do you think black men get harsh?" Uh, response for wearing the dresses and all that. I said, because our image has always been made to look like we are less than. We are not as equal or as superior as white men. Our, our image is fragile. And to our young black boys, we need to give them positive imagery. So to, to, to somehow emasculate us, uh, am I saying that right? Yeah. Emasculate, is that the right? Mm-hmm. To somehow emasculate us or make us look weak or feminine is an image we can't afford. So we have to be guarded. We have to protect our shit. But I also said, look, man, perspective is key. Let's balance this shit out. There have been enough positive images of black men portrayed by Denzel, Don Cheadle, Morgan Freeman, Sam Jackson, Wesley Snipes. And, 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 and I, can, I don't know too many of these young brothers coming up in the game, uh, their names, but Derek Luke, my man who starred in Judah and the Messiah, uh, both brothers in that. That it's like we can we can do some of that other shit too. Well, and there's more positive images than there are negative in terms of black men in dresses. Well, but this this is the other side of this because you you brought up something you just said, uh, emasculation and and uh, and feminine, where the 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 concept right now of femininity 
and men and being in touch with your emotional feminine side and um, that, that 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 makes you weaker when you have that that that's what that's what this attempt right now is 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 minimizing that you can still be uh you you could be as gay as you want to be and still be a man that that doesn't take away from your male your maleness wait 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 you could you could be a, you mean really literally you could be as gay as you want to be and like still, you're gay and still be a man yeah because it, that that's a sexuality, not who you are as 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 your power. That's, a, to that's me, not that's who your debate. power is. That, that, yeah. That's up for but debate. But that's what that's what that's what we're that's what's trying to be communicated. I'm not I'm not saying that I know that's technically gonna, yes the name the title yes you're a man yeah and that, and but I know, then, yeah I don't want to go down that road but it, that's, but I, I know, you know and we don't have to go down that road but what I'm saying is if that's what they're trying to communicate that's that's eventually not going to be where a man is judged on his sexuality. It should be judged on who he is, his character, his strength, his, and when you watch, listen, watch some of the movies that in the wire to who's the toughest guy in the movie. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, that, that's what I'm saying. That the, the man, the, 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 machi- the, the, the strength isn't in your, in your sexual preference. That's all. I'm but saying. again, but again, not to be the dead horse, it's drama. Yeah, I, I got that. But what I'm saying is that's what the culture is trying to go to. Not not black culture, culture. The the culture right. of who we are as people, as humans. So I I'm, I'm not saying that it's going to change tomorrow and I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying that that's supposed to change. I'm saying that's what that's what I see the direction of us as people are going to. You know what's funny to me and I'm going to just say this last point and then I I'm done with this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um all them hardcore niggas that go, "Yo, the dress, the dress, the black man in the dress, the dress. It's like, again, so you didn't laugh at Martin Lawrence as Big Mama in the Big Mama series or as Mama Payne or Shanene. You didn't laugh at Marlon and Sean and White Chicks. You didn't laugh at Eddie Murphy as Respucia and Norbit. You didn't laugh as Eddie Murphy being Grandmama, Mama Clump and Nutty Professor, Geraldine, uh, Flip Wilson. Uh, 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 again, Richard Pryor as the maid. And motherfucking yes, your hero, Dave Chappelle, who they all go, man, Dave ain't sold his soul. That's why he the GOAT. Yes, Dave was a more dressed and Robin Hood men in tights. Surprise! But my question becomes, or Jamie Foxx's Wanda, my question becomes, so you didn't watch none of that? Y'all didn't laugh at none of that? And if them any of them niggas come to perform in your city, you're not going to their shows? You're fucking lying. You're lying. I think you so. you you don't have respect for Eddie Murphy or or or, or any of those comics I name Martin. You don't have respect for Martin because of that. Tyler Perry, who built the empire, get the fuck out of here. I, I think that it is uh, it's crazy when you're portray when you're as a character you're portraying a different sex. That shouldn't be an issue. I don't know why that's an issue. Because that's what that's the that's part of the humor of it is to portray. And it's make believe. At the end of the day, day, it's make believe. Well, yeah, it really is make believe because we just got done talking about Rock Hudson, and he was someone you believed was a late was a ladies' man, and he was a man's man. <laughs> so, it, this is make believe. All right, what's the next movie we got on tap? Fred Claus, dude. I I it, it, it's not a great movie. I, you know, I, I the first time I saw it, it was so long ago. Seeing it again, you're right. But it was, it truly still has Vince Vaughn all over it. 
It has Paul which to me is its saving grace, along with Paul Giamatti, Giamatti, who did a great job as Santa Claus. Man, listen, that scene with Paul Giamatti and Kevin Spacey at the end when he gives him the Superman cape. Yeah. Yo, Paul Giamatti's a bad boy. He had me invested. Well, and and the setup of the movie, even though I didn't really overall love the movie, the setup of the movie was really, they explained why Fred has a problem with, with uh, Nicholas uh, Claus. And, right. it, and it made sense. Uh, so I, I actually, you know, I understood it. But dude, I told you this. My favorite part about watching the Vince Vaughn movie is when is he going to eat in the movie? He eats in every single movie. <laughs> and he eats an aggressive amount in every single movie. And it's right. very funny. And it's in every single fucking movie. And I love it. You know, as much as I love, and I told you, my two favorite comedic white boys, Vince Vaughn and Jason Bateman. Uh, as much as I love Vince Vaughn, yeah, th this... This to me was probably one of his not so much got me movies. Um, you know, it, 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 like you said, it, it, it was okay. Um, but I want to go back to Paul Giamatti for a second. As likable as Paul Giamatti is, and I, and I guess this is also a testament to great acting, just like you can love someone, you can hate someone. Remember Paul Giamatti's role in 12 Years a Slave? Yeah. I hated that motherfucker. Yeah, you're supposed to. But yeah, so that what a what a what a was it a three sixty or one eighty? Like motherfucker, full circle. Yeah, one well, full circle is a three sixty. One eighty is the half turn. Nigga, from Saint Nick to you know, yeah, uh, that motherfucker, dude. You know, it's I I have a feeling that looking at the people that are in the movie, well, the two, the two. Let's just say those two. Uh, I think uh, sometimes you just have to make a movie. Sometimes shit's in your contract and it fits the schedule. And listen, if you're going to make a movie and they're willing to do it on a sound stage and it doesn't have real snow and you don't have to be outside in the cold and you can just get <laughs> your movie done and, right. and finish your contract. I mean, no one's going to, no one went into that movie thinking there was an Academy Award coming down the line. Right. Right. So, but as a Christmas movie, it was cute. It was a cute movie. It was, a, I'm going to say this. It was a throwaway Christmas movie. If it was in, if someone put it on during Christmas, the holidays and some kids were there, I wouldn't be mad at it. Right. But I wouldn't go out of my way to go find it. Uh, I said this before. Uh, you know how much it pained me to see Ludacris in that movie? Why? Dude, rappers in movie. You know, let me not say rappers in movies. I don't mind rappers so much in dramas. To me, it just feels like a rapper in a comedy is just taking away a job, nigga, from comics. Dude, but it, the only thing, it wasn't even her job. It was your head. I bet half of this was... I, but it was, still had to sell it. Yeah, but I bet some of this shit wasn't even filmed. I bet they filmed it at their house. They just... <laughs> Dude, I, I just, you know, uh, just again, when if you, you know, when you, as, as a comment you go this is an opportunity for me to showcase what I do naturally which is funny and there's no way and, and this is part of my note when we get to jingle on the way jingle all the way it's my same note so I'll just say it now you know when you're not a comedian and you get put in a comedy all you have to rely on to be funny is the writing yeah and and maybe the director helping you if it ain't on the paper, 
you don't know how to do what a comic can do and go, I can bring to it what's not on paper, natural funny. So if the writing's good and the director's good and you're good, it's an explosion of comedy. And that's what we live for. And to put somebody in a role where you go, this motherfucker can't do what I do. It just burns my ass, nigga. It burns my ass. Uh, I, I thought it was fine. He's in there for, to what does he have, four lines? I don't give a fuck. It's, and I was like, 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 uh, what I loved about, what I'll give Will Smith credit for is this. No, he's not a comedian, but he's a naturally funny guy. Will is a funny, he has a funny personality, you know? So at least if you come in with that, I'll even give you that. But a straight rapper? Oh, dude, I feel like scratch my balls with a handful of honey with glass stuck in it. All right. So, but there was, okay, Elizabeth Banks was in that movie, who's very funny. She was cute. But she was just cute in it. She wasn't, she didn't have a great part. Uh, right. Uh, John uh, Higgins, who plays the the elf that he's staying with. Oh, dude. And that motherfucker is priceless in uh, the breakup. Yeah. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Feelings up. Oh, that fucking, yeah, he's great in that. Dude, I, I thought that was, uh, I, and I like that there was only one real, real goofy scene where you see Vince Vaughn in the bed. They didn't keep going, The you know, where. His legs are hanging yeah, over. You, you know. In Elf, they did that quite a few times. You know, they tried to get, go back to the the size proportion thing, right? Uh, and I thought, I, I, like again, well, I thought Will Ferrell did a good job with it in Elf, but I was glad that Vince Vaughn didn't like keep going to that to make the, the it work. What did you think about the uh, siblings anonymous scene? That is that is the best, probably the best part of the whole movie. Right. Right. Doesn't uh, Frank Stallone look like his brother, man? Yeah. The, them lips. Dude, but did you ever see Frank Stallone, Stallone when he was on a singing career? When he would sing? Only, only, no, I, I remember him in, you know, Rocky, because he's one, he's a yeah. lead yeah. dude around the trash can. Yeah, but he wanted, yeah, he really wanted to sing. Like, I mean, that was his, that was his thing. And right. he was in a band. Dude, once you see him, like, you don't see him as Rocky. Like, I saw, I heard the voice. I saw him come in. I was like, okay, I know who it is. And as soon as he, as soon as I see, I just see that guy on stage singing. I'm like, this, I, I don't see him. There are two kinds of love <laughs> that you ought to know. There are two kinds of love. Yeah. But uh, the Baldwin, which Baldwin was it? Uh, I, I, Stefan is the, the skinny one. Alec is Alec. I think it's William. No, that's Billy. Uh, that's... That's no, you're right. That's Billy Baldwin, yeah, the blonde one that was in the movie. Yeah, let me see. Uh, um, I told you I, I I I was on a flight, and I sat next to Frank Stallone. He gave me a copy of his CD, uh, because obvious for obvious reasons, you know, he's a boxing fan, and he was nicest dude. We talked boxing, we talked music for like two hours. Uh, I I'm sure he's a good guy. I just see his face. Then it is Stephen Baldwin that was in it, and Steve. He I thought he did great because I really. It's not Alec. I like how he goes. This is an Alec, and then right, they, they, right. they, they they play it up really. They played it up nicely. Uh, I thought that was great. I, but it, I and, wish they would have used Daniel Baldwin instead, because Daniel because Daniel is the the least attractive, the the heavier set one. Oh, 
he was in that movie I did uh 420 about the weed movie with Keith David. Yeah, that he would have been the one that I would think out of all the ball ones because the other ones get by at least looking like they're they're you know they get some roles and they're trying. but none of them really you know hold it down like Alec like none of them really if you ever listen you know. to, if you ever listen to interviews with Alec he talks about like when they're growing up Alec was always the, got up in the morning went and got a job he'd come home and they were all out playing they were goofing right. around Alec is the one Alec is the Alex the workhorse the leader the the uh cuts the path right these guys are just uh, and nothing against them just but you know you have your brother that's gonna you know, move the boulders out of the way. Why not let him do it? Come up behind. What do you think of uh, Bill Clinton's brother? Dude, that was, uh, I, especially if I would have saw it at that time, it was probably even better when right. it came out. Uh, yeah, you think about that shit because, but see, I, there's a, there's an interview uh, with uh, Hillary Clinton and it, it reminded me of that interview of hers because I'm seeing him talk about, you know, your brother's the president. I would think that, that, you know, that's kind of daunting. I mean, you no matter what you do when you go to Thanksgiving dinner or whatever with your family. But he don't look nothing like Bill. He looks, he sounds like Bill. It looks a little, little like family. Dude, if if you if you would if you didn't tell me that one of the Baldwin brothers was Alec Baldwin's brother, you could look and see it. Yeah, you can. Okay. Stallone, yeah. you can see it. Yeah. You can't, you can't look at that motherfucker and go. He looked like Bill Clinton. Well, Not at all. But, but Bill Clinton looks like a regular guy, so it's hard for two regular guys to look like something. Uh, except when I'm eating snatch. <laughs> but Hillary said, and this is what's funny to me. Hillary said, uh, they asked her, He was she was dating, before she was dating Bill, I guess she was dating some guy whose uh, family owned a gas station. And she said, uh, they asked her, he said, well, how would your life be different if uh, you would have dated the guy who owned the gas station? I, and I'm paraphrasing. And she said something to the effect of, well, that guy would be the president of the United States then. Mm. So I was just looking at it. And I was thinking, I don't think she could have made him the president. I don't think she could have made Bill's brother the president. If that would have been who she would have dated Bill's brother instead. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's president material that was sitting right there. But that's, no. that's completely different. They're completely different. But they reminded me of also of, uh, of uh, uh, Billy Carter. Remember uh, Bill uh, uh, Carter? brother yeah you're getting into a age range that i don't you know uh when when remember you 10 years older than me. yeah when president carter was in office his brother billy they would call him billy he wasn't bill he was billy and uh, he came out with a beer called billy beer that was being sold all over the country while you know carter was president and you had his brother with billy beer and he was out doing interviews and being that kind of guy excuse excuse me do you have billy beer Oh, we've got plenty of that. What about A&L? We don't have it. <laughs> um, ask me, ask Andy, ask me if I want to talk about Jingle All the Way. Uh, so, yeah, man, should we get to Jingle All the Way? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he. Um, Had you not seen this one in a long time? Not in a long time. Um, do you like Arnold Schwarzenegger in comedies, man? I liked him in Twins with Danny. I was going to ask you, what's the best Arnold Schwarzenegger comedy? Twins, Jingle All the Way, or Kindergarten Cop? You know, I think most people would say Kindergarten Cop. I really liked him with Danny DeVito, and I thought it was so outrageously 
confused. You know, there's no way those guys are twins. Right. I like twins. I like Danny DeVito. <sighs> if I got to pick one, I would say twins too, even though I'm kind of grossed out at the idea of seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger pregnant. And I think that whole thing is a little insane. Uh, but they went there. Right. Yeah. I got to push. I got to push. Do you see the head? I, I think his accent, though, made that outrageous scene better. Let me tell you something, man. Um, seeing, I, I had in my notes, uh, seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger do anything outside of shooting a gun or throwing a nigga through a window just seems odd. Like that moment where he's on the phone with his son and he goes, uh, tell your mother to come to the phone immediately. <laughs> and I'm just going, it's hard to get past one of the most recognizable accent slash voices in movie history. Uh, because you know that's Arnold Schwarzenegger and he, you associate him with blockbuster action movies. Him running and doing goofy shit it just, it feels crazy. <laughs> it honestly, dude, that is one of the worst movies of all time. Oh, you didn't like it at all. At all. <laughs> Did you like it again? Seeing it again? You know, uh, uh, it comes with an age, with an age requirement. Yes, it does. Like, I wouldn't mind putting kid, little kids in front of that movie. That's fine. Right. Um, man, dude. What'd you think of Sinbad? You know, it's Sinbad. It's it's the same Sinbad. It's in every and everything that he's done. It's Sinbad, dude. When when did Hollywood say, "Yo, we done with you, yo"? Because when you when you co-star in a movie with who at that time one of the biggest stars in movies, how do you go from that to just? Hollywood going, yo, we done with you, yo. Here's your pink slip. Like, you, you almost go, what did he do wrong? In, in this business, there's a saying, work begets work. Yeah. And when you work, and you work on a level of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, you're not supposed to stop working. But then Hollywood just goes, eh, we done with you. Wasn't that Tom Arnold's last movie, too, that he did when with that other big movie that True Lies. That was the oh, pretty much the end of Tom Arnold. And Tom Arnold was fantastic in that. So uh, maybe it's Schwarzenegger that just ruins your career. No, maybe he's calling a shot. Yeah, I'll give it to the president of Colombia. Yeah, uh, had a good time with Sinbad, but tell him he's terminated. Dude, tell, I tell get, give me on the phone with the the, the CEO of Paramount. Yeah, Tom Arnold. Tell him he won't be back. Listen, I I have total respect for Sinbad. And I know that yeah. he's not in a great way. So this is not trying to be disparaging to him at all. But at the time when Sinbad became Sinbad. Yeah. And Hollywood, if you're only allowed one at that time, if you were only allowed one black male that was killing it, there was mm -hmm. other people that were in line that I, I would have rather seen than Sinbad. Sinbad just didn't do it for me. And, you know, he had at the time, too. He was kind of hot. You know, he had those HBO yeah. specials. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm Sinbad's not, body looks like he wears a complete football uniform, even when, though he's not. Well, and I think that might have been, even though you just said that, that might have been part of it. Because Sinbad, 
you know, Eddie Murphy started the, you know, that leather, the leather look, you know, and then Sinbad tried to do that on one of his specials. And Sinbad, I think it was the first one. Yeah, and Sinbad at the college he was at. Yeah, and he ain't Eddie. So have I'm telling you, that nigga built awkward, nigga. Have your own look is what I'm trying to say. You know, have your look because when I'm when I how I was introduced to Sinbad as a comedian was that special, and it didn't do it. It wasn't, you know, come out look like Eddie, be in that moment, and you're not. Eddie, you have your own. He was a completely different, and that's who he should have been marketing to. I wasn't the person he should have been marketing to. I shouldn't have watched that special. <laughs> you know, I've listen. Uh, when you go to Mississippi, there are women who have what I call Sinbad body. <laughs> they just be tall and be built like Sinbad, nigga. They Sinbad, the, Sinbad, like nigga. The booty, the crack of the top of the booty is touches the back of the hairline. <laughs> Dude, it's just and one... And the shoulders look like shoulder pads, nigga. It's one... It's shoulders that go into a butt. It's it's a V. It's a, it's, it, it's a weird shape, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and skinny legs. Right. That don't look like they can hold up what's on top. <laughs> quail, quail, quail booty. <laughs> um... <sighs> Nothing against Sinbad. I'd love to listen. I and and to be honest, in this business that I hear, every every, every people love to tell bad shit. I have never what? heard one bad word about Sinbad. Never. No, it's super no Sinbad's a super nice dude. Yeah, so that so when I'm saying this, I'm not trying to come off as like And one of the most incredible, if not the most incredible clean comic I've ever seen. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. In that, terms of I, funny. That's what I'm saying with that Eddie thing. It was a different guy that I wasn't, I was expecting some, you know, whatever. Right. But dude, just a nicest guy. Uh, but, you know, that was, that. there's not much of a part to going, uh, I need to get this doll too. Let's go get this doll. Okay. We're not going to get it. The The effect, this, this is when, uh, this is why I think this is one of the worst movies ever though too. When Robert Conrad opens the box and then the explosion happens, and you hear the explosion in the whole floor. Right. And then, like like the Wiley Coyote in the, uh, oh. <laughs> he's standing right. there holding like what's left of the box, and his hair's blown up, and his and he's covered in black. Like, that's you know when we talk about that, that's past past cliche. He's just that's it's it's oh speaking of which, uh, <laughs> and bro and both Fred Claus. And this movie, Jingle All the Way, had this in it. The comedy cliche, again, beating up Santa, a Santa fight. It, it's 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 as hacky as the joke where comics go. The setup is he's describing a mean, angry, aggressive woman, and the punchline is, "Oh, come on, Grandma." It's it's the idea that something as sweet and pure and innocent as Santa is violent. Or you're beating him up. That's such a cliche hack comic moment. Yeah. Um. I just love the fact that he, he said it. Like when when uh, Schwarzenegger was on the phone with Phil Hartman, he said, "Put my cookies down. Put my cookies down now." That was the reason. That was the saving grace for me is to watch Phil Hartman in it because. You know, what did you think of Phil Hartman? You know, he 
he played. I like Phil Hartman. I really liked him in on on TV and news radio. It was a news radio. Is that what news radio? But he the character he played was like one of the the carrot like the the married characters that he played on SNL. Uh, right. But, but it was it, it was fine. It was it was fine. It I just it didn't do anything for me either. I wanted more of the Phil Hartman that I that I like. Uh, that wasn't really it. You know, again, obviously it's subjective and certain comics draw you how they draw you. But like Will Sasso was a major Phil Hartman fan. And, uh, you know, <sighs> news radio did nothing for me. And, and even when he was on SNL, I mean, I, I liked when he did Sinatra. Um, but he didn't jump out to me on SNL. But Will adored him. No. Will, I mean, I think he's real. I, I thought he was super talented. Super, I really liked watching him. Uh, you didn't like news radio. You didn't like Joe Rogan on it. You didn't like it. Oh, Come on, man. Nah, son. That was a young Rogan, too. That's when yeah, he had. Nah, yo. Andy Dick, you nah. Dude, and that was that was Andy Dick at his funniest. That was Andy Dick at his dickiest? His funniest. That's the funniest he's ever been. <sighs> I can't believe you didn't like it. News radio was a great cast, man. It was it was put together well. The guy who ran the station, I forgot his name. I love everything that dude's in. Really? Yeah, he's yeah, always placed that. Nah, news radio was great. I, I thought it was great. I thought Phil Hartman was good in it, but it it's it didn't offer anything new. It's the guy who is divorced, is trying to fuck all the neighbors. Right. And the only one he wants to fuck is the one that's, you know, married to Arnold Schwarzenegger and that that's that problem, and then Arnold yeah, and, and 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 even believing, like yeah, trying to believe that part. What did she find sexy in? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I, like, I, dude, you 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 are designed to shoot shit and blow shit up. Anything else is just like, come on, man. Well, he almost did that at the end. At the end, he's the superhero. He plays oh, and, and the suspension of disbelief. And I guess this is the cutie cute factor. Like word, he had to take off the helmet yeah. for his son to go. My dad is turbo, man. So the big freeway gap teeth and uh, in the, in the, in the uh, didn't give it away. No, nigga, you could drive a fucking Buick through that nigga's mouth. I did like when uh, she realized that he was turbo man, his wife. And she's like, right. Oh, Oh, ooh, ooh, yeah. That that's her her little. I'm going to give you this turbo cock. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, when I come inside you, you're going to shoot off my dick through four levels of the room. <laughs> uh, but so here's the question: What was the worst out of those? Oh, we haven't got to the last one. We can't get to it. No, we got to get to the now. last one. Yeah. Which, Here we go. Krampus. Am I saying it right? Krampus, Krampus, I don't Krampus, know. Krampus, Krampus, Krampus. I think it's Krampus. Right. Um, What'd you think? I never seen it. Here's I just what fucked heard me up. It. I thought it was going to be some piece of shit, bullshit type movie. I'm like, yo, Universal produces it. Yeah. And yo, they have respectable faces in there. Yeah. Um, I, I would be honest before you even because I hadn't seen it. I'll just say this: I was pleasantly surprised. Yes, that's a good. That's that's a good two words. Um, the opening scene. What makes people act like animals during Black Friday and for these Christmas sales? Because people really act like that. 
Why do they act like that? I don't know, but you know what I loved about that scene in the very beginning? It's almost the same scene from uh, Turbo Man. Uh, when yes. He, it, when they're trying to, he's trying to get the uh, the doll. So you don't right. know how dark this is going to get from that scene. It looks like any other beginning Christmas movie kind of opening. So I like that scene because it didn't, it does not give away what this movie is going to be at all. I was worried because before I saw, and actually, yes, before I saw the preview, because I, I watched it on Amazon Prime, so I watched the trailer first, and that's when I was like, damn, Universal? Oh, shit, that dude, this person, this, this, okay. I really thought this shit was going to be like Leprechaun. Yeah, I Like, did just too. some stupid shit. It, it's, it's not, it's like Leprechaun if it was done better. It was quality. But it's still very, that, that same kind of idea, though. Right. Um, when, the, when the aunt or the older woman, the, you know, the family member. Yeah. When she says to the, to the lady who, you know, whose house they go to, who doesn't make a ham for Christmas? What are you, a Jew? Yeah. I was like, yo, Jews don't eat ham? No. It's pork. Is it a pork thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Jews was like Muslims. Yeah. Y'all don't fuck with pork. We Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't know that? No. That's why I don't eat them. I don't, I don't, I, I don't eat. But you've pork. eaten pork. I eat, I don't eat pork. Well, let me rephrase this. I eat pork. I don't eat it because the reason I, when I don't eat like pork chops and ham and stuff isn't for religion. I just don't like the texture of that meat. Let me ask you something. You ever went down on a fat bitch? No. Oh, I was going to say, if you did, then nigga, you eat pork. No, I, I, you, I got a pretty clean record. Okay. <laughs> or, or you boil her for 30 minutes, and then you go down on her, and it kills all the bacteria. Yeah, it's that boiled ham. Okay. No, I haven't, I haven't done that. But uh, to do uh, uh, Adam Scott, who I think plays the best, one of the best dicks, playing the best dick parts, I think he. I think he plays the dick really well. You don't think? Had you clean that up? Dick parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays the best dicks. Yeah, but no, but he plays. A, he plays an asshole very well. That's better. Who is this? Adam Scott, the the father. Oh, it's all in the always in the comedies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He always kind of plays the bad guy in the in those scenes. The the or the the asshole. I think he yeah. did a good job. And David, uh, I don't know how to say David's name. The one who was in. Uh, um, the Anchorman and those movies. Oh, I thought that's who you were talking about. No, no, no. Adam Scott who? is the dark-haired guy, the younger dark. Oh, right, 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 right. This has that kind he's, of dick look in his face. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. One of my favorite movies, the Black Mass. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the the agents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, I, dude, I actually worked with that dude, and he played the bad guy in a pilot I did that never came out called Crosstown Traffic. And I bet he was great. Was like, was he right, great? He, he was uh, like Mod Squad. He was the main bad guy in that. He, I think he plays a great asshole. He just has that look and the, the voice, everything about him. I, right. I, I'm not saying he's an asshole in real life, but I, 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 I'm at, I would have liked him in high school. Like if I saw him in high school, right. I would have been, that dude's a dick. I wouldn't have liked him. Yeah, that's why I said, yo, when I saw the faces, I was like, and even the main chick. I'm like, yo, these are respectable yeah. actors. Yeah, yeah, she's a real actress. That's Tony something. I don't know. Uh, but David, Con how do you say his name? Kotchir? Oh, I don't, I, you know, I have no idea how to say that goofy shit. 
Uh, but he he did. He, I thought he did a great job in playing the redneck. Yeah, redneckianish. Um, yes, uh, that scene where they're all sitting around the table, and the one of the two daughters snatches the kid's letter and reads it, and goes blah 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 and bullshit bullshit yeah, bullshit. Yeah. I have to ask this question: What is it about white culture that it's okay that you you your kids talk like adults? No, 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 and no, your no, peers. No, 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 no. I'm not. Gonna I know do. not you. No, no, no. I'm not. But even the majority get... of white people no, allow no. their kids to talk to them, talk like they're adults. No, this is all that new, that new age shit. This is the time. Nah, Andy, that's been going on. Nah, that not, is a part of white culture. Not in any home that I ever went to. Where, you were kids. What you mean? Any home as I was growing up as a little kid, we did not. The kids didn't talk to the parents that way. I, I, I would have been. Uh, I, I would have been shocked, but I'm 10 years older than you though, too. And there was a difference at that time. You didn't talk really? to your parents that way. No, no, so this, but I'm saying Eddie Murphy, when he made the joke on delirious about the white kid going, shit, mom, I'm hurrying to move as fast as I can. So this has been going on since at least the eighties, I guess. But I'm telling you when I first said, damn, I remember saying damn at the house and, uh, I was outside doing something. I, for, I didn't realize my mom was there and I said, damn. And then I looked over and I saw my mom in the corner of my eye and I was like, holy shit, I'm in trouble. Like I just saying damn outside. Were you you in trouble though? Were you? She, I saw her look away for a second and then she turned around. She goes, I don't want to hear any words like that coming out of your mouth again. But I'm, she must've laughed because she turned her head for a second because I thought, well, maybe she didn't hear it. Right. She turned around. She goes, not in my house. Is it something like that? Not in my house. We don't talk like that in my house. Okay. So no, we weren't, and, and the kids in my neighborhood, none of them talk. We none of us talked like that to our parents. We were. Afraid. This had to be. Uh, this had to be. You talking about seventies? Yeah, uh, this is seventies. I'm. 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 You know, I was. Uh, I was born in sixty five. So I'm. But bi- I could see that. I could see that in the seventies because remember when we talked about the 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 Dirty Harry movie? Yeah. And I told you how the dude slapped shit out out the kid. Yeah. Like seventies, you know. Yeah, shit I, was, you know, in, in the eighties, they started doing the timeout shit. You're not supposed to spank your kids. Listen, I, I don't think you're supposed to beat your kids. I really only, I, I didn't beat my kids. I didn't spank my, I, each one of them got spanked once. And you know what? That was enough because each of them knew that that would, there was a possibility that, that could happen again. And I'm not so, saying, I'm not saying beat your children, but I'm saying, I don't believe 100% you, you're supposed to just do timeouts and do this true. I could do timeouts on because he putting him in a corner was worse than anything I could do to him physically because he didn't want to sit there because he was too fidgety and anxious. And that's the autism. Yeah. So that would, that one, if I, if I threatened him with that, that Max, Max just didn't, you know, like I said, each one of them got swatted once and it wasn't like how I got spanked. I got spanked, like, you know, bent over, you bend over my, my dad would get the belt out. And you think that was wrong? The way he did it, it was wrong. Because of how, I don't think he was in control of his aggressiveness when he did it. He, so he, when black people when black people do the belt with the, you don't move when I say that's wrong. If you're in control of your anger, I don't think it's wrong. If you're beating someone angrily, <laughs> there's something wrong because you're not going to beat them the same way. Who, who beats somebody happily? When you feel like you have to discipline your kid, yeah, you you're angry, but I mean, I'm saying in control. I don't think my dad knew how hard he hit us. Like there was times when my when we were, we got 
we got beat. Like, I, I don't know what it's normal for someone else. I didn't go over to their house and Nigga, see their I booze. Got slavery whoopings. Did you get welts and 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 what extension cords, son? Up up the back because but naked. Well, that's he would make us be naked, and he would he would he'd be so angry it would go up our back, and that's when you know my mom would get really mad at him because you know this it wasn't it wasn't just a spanking it was a beating. Let me let me tell you how how rough and fucked up this is. We lived on West Thirty Fourth Street. We went to PS Thirty Three, which was at least I want to say a good fifteen block walk from where we lived. That is the eighties. We used to me and my sister walk to and from school as little kids all by ourselves which is highly irresponsible and dangerous. New York City in the 80s. And the one time I didn't come straight home because I went to my friend's house because he had Atari and I went to go play video games and I didn't come home. I was two hours late from coming home. My mother was, of course, scared and petrified. But when I got home, she was so mad. She made me get butt naked and whoop me with an extension cord. Like, bitch, you mad at me, but yet you sent me, you sent me and my sister dangerously walking to and from fucking school in Manhattan. But see, that's the thing. She sent you with a time limit. And when you messed that time limit up, it fucked her head up because she already knew that it was a fucked up situation. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not justifying that, but let me just tell you, I'll tell you this one about my dad. This was one my dad did. This is my, this is my uh, stepfather, my dad. I call him my dad because he raised me. But he's, he did this. Uh, my dad wasn't handy at all. He, like, and the neighbors around us were handy. like They could work with tools and stuff. And uh, one guy came over once, and he helped my dad out with something. And he was kind of making fun of my dad a little bit. And I, and I wanted to, so what I was in my head, I was like, I'm going to defend my dad. This is my dad, right? And uh, we had this breakfast counter in our kitchen. So it was like this three-feet counter that you served on one side and ate on the other side. You know, your mom could make dinner, whatever, breakfast, and throw it at you. Then you sit on the other side. My dad, so I went to say, the guy was saying something about my dad, and I went to go, my dad might not be able to use tools. And I was that's I, I was going to say, but he, and I was about ready to say, but he, whatever right. whatever compliment I was going to give him about why he was a good dad. And before I, I didn't even get the B out for the butt, and he <laughs> he hit me and knocked me from one oh, the front side of the counter over the back side of the counter in one <laughs> <laughs> one fucking swipe. And I don't want to say that he punched me because I don't think it was open-handed. I, I I mean, I don't think it was closed-handed. I think it was open-handed. But my dad was a big man. He was, uh, he weighed like 350. He was 6'2". He had, saw, you know, he had the sausage fingers, those Italian sausage finger guys. <sighs> Dude, I sent me flying, man. And I was like, damn. And you were defending him? I, he didn't know what I was going to say because I was saying my dad might not be able to work with tools. I don't even think I said my I just said my dad can't work with tools is what I was saying. And then I was gonna go, but he does this for us, you know? But that didn't even get there's no chance the butt even came out. I got the buh. And the next thing I knew, I was on the other side of the counter. My dad didn't fuck around. So uh like, That was the Italian dude, right? Yeah, it was the Italian dude. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, that shit was done. I was just on the other side going, Well, everything I was gonna say, I'm glad I didn't say it now. You know what I would love? To, to the listeners, please email us with your with your most funny or horrific growing up as a child ass whooping stories. 
I could listen to those all fucking day because some of them be priceless. This that this could be a podcast. Just people calling in dude. with their fucking whoopings. Because, <sighs> dude, my my dad, that that uh, Richard Pryor when he talks about getting that switch, and you hear it in right. the wind. The, <laughs> my dad, when he first heard that, he was doubled over laugh. They used to beat him. My 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 dad got beat like with. The, there was there right. was a story that I heard about him getting beat with like a piece of wood, like a wood, like outside wood, and getting beat with it. My dad was always a big guy, so they they went extra on him. But uh, that switch story, he you just died laughing because to him that was that was that was, that's how you did it. You you made someone think about what was going to happen to them. Dude, I'm convinced that after the slavery and shit was over, obviously from that moment all the way up until now and those in those years closest to slavery as it as we move towards the future those had to be the worst ass whoopings because some of those ass whoopings was residue from what what was before from what happened before yeah because you always think it starts off today remember i haven't heard this in a long parents don't say this anymore but i know my parents used to say i used to have to walk 20 miles to school and right right that's and we've gotten progressively less. Where now it's like I I didn't I I only had three channels on my television. That's where we right. are right now. <laughs> but right. but if you go back, man, could you imagine what the stories you would like? It wouldn't seem. Ugh. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. That's really it's a really good point. But yeah, yeah, I would, man. If the, the mentality. There's a mentality in a you know what we saw and what we've been through that gets passed down from generation to generation. Yeah, because your trauma is passed down. So how much of it gets passed down? Like maybe only passed down 90%. So it takes years before we just have three channels. We only had three right. channels on our television. Uh, I think that's it, man. That's the wrap. Oh, wait, we didn't answer it. Did you like Krampus then? Did you think it was a good movie? Did you like the end? Uh, Did the end freak you? Because the end, I was like, I, I was like, oh, this is too easy. He just, like he, he, like the apology worked. Well, let's. I tell you what. Let's go through them in terms of uh, scale of one to ten. Ten great, one non-watchable again. Okay. Uh, the ref for you. Yeah, it's a six. Uh give it a. F- I'll go with that. I, I could watch um, it again, but if I never saw it again, I wouldn't be mad. There you go. Um, what was the other one? Uh, uh Fred Claus. I don't need to see it again. I'm going to give it a three or four. Yeah, I'm going to give it about a three. Um, jingle all the way. Uh, after watching it again, give it a four. <sighs> I really don't need to see that again. I give it a three. A three? Uh, yeah. Uh, the night before. A fucking one to me. It's a three or a four again. Okay. I, I like Seth Rogen in it. I, I think some of the story's fun, but like I said, there was three different movies in there. They only made one. Right. And then Krumpus. You know, I'd almost like to see Krumpus again, only because I'm, I think there's things in there I missed because <sighs> it, it's cheesy, but it, it, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. If I don't smoke a blunt, it's a, a four. If I smoke a blunt, it's a good seven. I'm saying it's probably a six. Maybe uh, because I've only seen it the one time and it got my curiosity, I could maybe go to a seven. I think 
The only thing that bothered me was the Santa face at the end. The Santa, the, the the that that face that didn't move. I wish it right. would have moved. But right. the, but the one that opened up, and then the 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 worm or whatever mouth right. thing. That one fucking got me a little bit. I was like, damn that that was something. Yeah, uh, I, I was happy to see that fat kid get taken because his upper lip bothered me. Yeah, well, and I really liked the gingerbread man being bad. Yes, and I, and I thought that that was pretty cool, but it was a little teeny, and we could have put this in Christmas movies too. Uh, it, it was a little bit of like Gizmo, the uh, Gremlins. Oh, Gremlins, right? And that's a classic. Yeah, yeah, but that they have a it's there's a scene, you know, they're in the the it's it's taking place during Christmas too, so we could have thrown that one in there. But those little gingerbread men kind of reminded me of the uh, of the Gremlins a little bit. But hmm. I love I love when you walk into that one and. The, the gingerbread's on the refrigerator and the knife through it, and you don't know what it is. And that's kind of like the, uh, then you kind of go throughout the movie. So I, I, I would watch it again only because I would like to, I'd like to figure that end out a little bit better. I mean, now does he just own all those souls and that's why they're in those contain the, uh, in the snow globes? Well, you know, but when he, when he uh, asked for his family back and said he believed, everything went back to normal. But then at the end, you realize that it's they're normal, but they're talking to each other and they start remembering what happened and they're all in the snow globe. They're in that snow globe. Mm. If I watch it again, I'm going to do it high. Uh, it might be, it might be able to figure it out because I'm, because that grandmother, she doesn't get explained why she's there. She's just kind of this grandma who speaks German. Is that what that was? Yeah. I thought it was Spanish. No, I'm pretty sure it's German. And, Holy shit. and, uh, and, and then she, uh, Maybe the, and she's the one who had the original uh, Krampus ornament. So maybe this has been going on forever. I don't know. See, this is why you should be high when you watch that movie. By the way, the other person we didn't give a shout out to in that movie was uh, Did you ever like? Did you ever watch Two and a Half Men? Did you like Two and a Half Men with Char- Charlie Sheen? The movie. The nah. Sheen? nah. The the housekeeper is the uh, aunt in that movie. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. The one who said about the ham and the Jews. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She was good in that. I thought she was really. Yeah. I thought she was good in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah, funny, yeah. but she, she plays that same that. character. She plays that character most that that right. But yeah, that one out that out of all the movies we saw, that's the one I'd like to see again. Even though I don't think it's a great movie, it's just it was interesting to me. Right. Okay. I, so there's our uh, Christmas specials, you guys. Uh, <sighs> are are we making any kind of announcements? Yeah, we'll make this one. Let's see. We're uh, what's today? Today's the twenty. I mean. I'll, you guys are going to be hearing this. Oh, we're just before Christmas. we got to wish everybody a Merry Christmas because this is the last. Oh, okay. Yeah, this uh, is on the 22nd, so they're going to have Christmas in uh, three days from now. Yeah, wish all you motherfuckers uh, a very, very Merry Christmas. Do you like eggnog? Not really. I like no. it. If you put some alcohol in it, it's not bad. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year and all that good shit. We're going to say uh, it again on tomorrow's episode, too, but this is... Yeah, this is, this yeah. Our, big this shout out uh, to Kosh, Shamor, LeBron, Ship, Mookie, motherfucking Farah, Deidre Ann Johnson, CC, Shannon. Uh, who else can I name drop real quick? You know anybody off the... Miles Warlaw, motherfucking nigga Randfoots, uh, uh, Junebug Spike. You should name all the famous people to listen to us. 
Who? Just name some so people think that we're being listened oh, to. Oh, so we like, we, we big time? Yeah. Big shout out to Prince, uh, uh, what the niggas from the princes, the London, the Prince boys? I don't know what the, the two fuck. royal niggas in the in the London, the white gingerbread looking niggas in, from London, <laughs> the royal niggas. <laughs> big shout out to them. Uh, big, big shout, shout out. out Snoop Dogg. Thanks for listening. Snoop Dogg, Will Smith, uh, Ted Koppel. Uh, Vince Vaughn, big, thanks for listening, man. Big, thank you so much for listening. No doubt. Uh, motherfucking, uh, who the gay dude from CNN? Uh, Don Lemon. Nah, he ain't gay, is he? I think so. The white boy. Oh, um, fuck, dude. With the with the white hair. I know who you're talking about. He's he's fucking uh, fashion royalty. He comes from his mom is. Uh, man, what the fuck is Kathy his name? Griffin? All y'all, uh, thank you. Uh, now I got to get his name. What is his fucking? That's name? killing me too. Everybody's yelling right now. Fuck! And I just had it. Let me see who's gonna come up with it first. Me or you? Dun 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 dun. Oh, you're dun. definitely gonna win. Diddy. What the? What's the white boy name? Why the fuck Dude, is why you can't just do it with Surrey and go gay white man CNN? All right, you know what? I'm gonna try it. Let's see what it comes up. Say gay white man CNN. I guarantee you it come up. Gay white man CNN. Didn't come up, just CNN came up. Really? Yeah. Try homosexual white man. It's a little <laughs> bit more classy. <laughs> Homosexual white man, CNN. CNN. Did it come up? No, it didn't give it to me. Try to cocksucker white man. No. <laughs> Fuck with his name. Why you want to get us canceled already? It's uh, well, new. Oh, you're gonna get canceled for the end of the year, and then we'll start new again, <laughs> I guess. Uh, here, I'm gonna find it right now. Here, here. Right, well, your Siri is. Hold up, let me see if my. Shit yeah, yeah. Try your shit then. Stop giving me shit about mine. I don't think I can do it right now. Yeah. This is really fucking me up that I'm drawing this kind of a blank. Anderson Cooper. Anderson fucking Cooper. There you go. Yeah. Did you say Kathy Griffin because they do the the show together? Yeah. Yeah. Would you do the D-list? What's the D-list? She she did that show, that reality show. Okay. no, you know, I got pride, motherfucker. I <laughs> shit like that. I told you they offered me $80,000 to do uh, Celebrity Fit Club. Fuck out of here. Suck all of my dick. Have me show ponying around for chuckles. Have money and... and uh, nah, nigga. You're going to have to put some more zeros on that motherfucker if I'm going to go out like that. All right. Um, well, so it's our it's our Christmas day. This is... Shout out to everybody for Christmas. The night before Christmas. All the Christmases. Uh, we, you know, and I'm, I'm very nice about this cause I didn't shout out any Hanukkah wishes, you know, and that was weeks ago. So, uh, but to all my Jews, man, uh, I did light a candle. Laheim. We know that ain't a real holiday anyway, but whatever. Um, oh, and Kwanzaa's on the 26th. Kwanzaa begins on the 26th. If you want to shout that one out too. I'm going to save it cause that's actually part of my intro for tomorrow's emails. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing uh, a character I haven't done in a long time. Bartholomew Carrington the third. Okay. So uh that and then guys, we're gonna be again uh the 30th, 
uh, through the second. We're going to be at the uh, Miami Improv for New Year's. Get your tickets. There's a few left for New Year's Eve. Uh, I'd love to see you come out there. I'm taking, yeah. I'm taking Tara out there. We're going to be out there the whole week. Is that right? Well, I'm oh, staying way to like, bring in the new year. That's sexy. Yeah, I'm gonna t- I think we're staying until like Wednesday morning. Yeah, when the countdown is over, I'm going to tongue kiss both of you. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, before we get to the musical guest, allow me to play this commercial. To everybody out there, please, please, please uh, check this out and support me on this. I need you. I'm putting a bad signal in the air. Um, yo, I'm a tech investor, y'all. I've partnered with Aries. Yep, you heard that right. Aries, spelled A-R-Y-E-S. They approached me and said they wanted to help 100,000 business owners keep their doors open. And after I saw the product, I was like, sign me up. It literally helps business owners increase their profit and run their businesses without needing to do basic accounting. Look, this isn't the business podcast, so let's keep it simple. I need your help. If you own a storefront business or know someone who owns a storefront, I need you to use Aries, that's A-R-Y-E-S, and submit reviews. Go to heyaries.com and click Get Aries, H-E-Y-A-R-Y-E-S.com. Use the code SPEARS, all capital letters, so I know my listeners are supporting. When we hit 100,000 signups, we got something special planned. Yay he, yay he. Musically, coming up, this is Chris Gan- Granja. Uh, pop, pop, Granja? Granja, G-R-A-N-J-A. But he goes by the name, and this is a Russian dude. I think we've played, I played this shit before. Kalashinkov. Kala That's what he goes Ka- by now? Yeah. Why don't you Kalashinkov get- Red. Why don't you get to reintroduce himself? Who, him? Yeah, because he gave you two names. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Kajilev Kofred. Um, <laughs> I, I took the Jay-Z shit and did what you did. Yeah, that's and, what I was trying for. Yeah. Instagram, K-A-L-A-S-H-N-I-K-O-V. Red Official. Apple Music and other streaming sites under that same name. YouTube, same name. Oh, shit. K-A-L-A-S-H-N-I-K-O-V. Red. Um, trap. All right. I think this song is called Fighting Off Babylon. Uh, shit. Enjoy. And I see the last one. I don't see the cheat. Just see it. I myself. It's the last year I can't do no matter what the week I say, and I analyze the tree, not by real water. And not give the dog a piece of peace while I'm on the chalice against judgment. For I know that all of the youth shall witness the advantage Thank you. 
for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. Shit to me! Don't you think you're being kind of hard on a guy? You go fuck yourself, convict!